Hey Anime Lounge fans, it's Ricky alongside Matt and Lance. And today's episode is about Ari Fureta. I'm pretty sure Lance is going to yell at me because I botched that name. But it's an anime of 13 episodes that aired in 2019. But before we get started, it is our tradition to introduce our adult beverage of choice. Today, I will be enjoying a Johnny Walker 18 year. And alongside with a shock top. Belgian white? Is that what it's called? I don't even know what I got. Yeah, it's Belgian white. Lance, what are you drinking? Uh, I, too, am drinking a Johnny Walker. This one is the Gold Label Reserves brand. And for starters, I got a bush light on the side. What about you, Matt? I am also drinking a Johnny Walker, but I have a Black Label. And, of course, I have a Spotted Cow to go alongside that. Yeah, it's almost like uh, we've been, it's almost like we've been <laughs> sponsored by a Johnny Walker. But or the spotted cow. I feel like every cow. every episode, Matt has a spotted cow. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome if we were. But unfortunately, we are not. Matt was just super nice enough to uh, go get this awesome sampler case from Costco. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Costco's got freaking everything. <laughs> so here we are sampling out this uh, badass set of whiskey. Well, so what, thank you. What our listeners don't know though is uh, he's hoarding the blue label mm-hmm. over there in this little corner. <laughs> Saving it for a special occasion. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Blue Label's considered a more higher tier of the Johnny Walker. No, we appreciate it, Matt. Yeah, Thank of you. course. So, Lance, why don't you uh, give us your Lance's lessons? Yo! Lance's lessons for today is going to be the Japanese word for labyrinth. It is Rabirinsu, R-A-B-I-R-I-N-S-U. And that's quite fitting for today's episode because there is, what, seven great labyrinths in the world that Ari Fuerta is part of? Yep. So go to our social media pages and go check out and give us a thumbs up and, yeah. <laughs> I think I threw you off because I, I didn't have you do the synopsis, but we can just do the synopsis now. Right, so to give a synopsis of Ari Fuerta from commonplace to world's strongest. This show is about, oh, he's a high schooler. Yep. Uh, he's in his class that gets shipped out to a another world, an, an isekai, that's what the show is all about. And they're brought there by some gods who are only there for their entertainment to fight each other. Uh, the world that they're brought into has three classes of monsters, or three classes of races. 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 Yeah. There are the uh, humans, the demons, and the monsters, something like that. Yeah, because I think they class demi-humans as monsters. That's a subclass. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. the monsters and the side of the kids. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's those three classes, and then the whole point of the show is to try to, well, the main concept of the show is to try to beat the gods, but our main character, Hajime, is only concerned with getting back home. We get to see how someone has low powers build their way up to being someone who's super OP, and lots of action comes along the way. Yeah, because they talk about how he is a essentially on par as far as skills to like the normal people in this world, so mm-hmm. and then he's just way overpowered. This was my first way OP 
character, so I, I watched this show way before I watched Slime and a bunch of other OP main characters. Same here. This was definitely my first OP show. Does that does that kill it for you guys? Like, not kill it, but does it take away something? Just knowing that they're overpowered, just knowing that. Um, at the time when I first watched this, Matt introduced me to this show a little over a year ago. This is before we even gave Slime an opportunity. So this was our first one. I didn't really have too much of a problem with it because I thought, you know, sure, this sounds badass. I would love to be in his situation. But at the same time... <laughs> Any young single man would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, minus uh, losing an arm and an eye, but... Yeah, he, he can essentially build himself a new arm and that eye is well, so much better. But I'm glad you brought that. They, they, you obviously saw what happened to the arm. Uh-huh. But I'm glad you brought that up. Like, I know they tend to brush off a little, like, especially this one, this anime tended to brush off a little through a skip over time. They really don't explain anything about his eye. Like, you just saw mm-hmm. him get, like, hurt in a battle, but okay. it wasn't significant enough where, like, they explained, oh, you lost a fucking eye. Yeah, that multi-headed dragon, just, he just kicked his ass, and the next thing we know, we saw that his face was bloody, but according to the anime, it was whatever. The snap of a finger, like, yeah, he, he got beat up, and then the next episode, he's got a glass eye. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, even in the, in the manga, they just show, they, they show, a shit ton of blood running down the uh-huh. side of his face. Yeah. Then, but they don't show, like, a socket or anything. Yeah, right? right there. Yeah, a socket or some gouging of major blood splatter or something that... Yeah, they don't they don't address it. And then the only time they really kind of address it, like, they take a little glimpse of it, is... Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what episode, but Sui or Yui... Yue. Yue was, like, giving him a patch, and you can see that red rock or the red crystal, or whatever you want to call it, in his, in his eye socket. Yeah. But that's it. That's the only time they even, like, mm-hmm. came close to it. Yeah, because the very next episode, he's patched up, but so what? Maybe he just got hurt. <laughs> it just... The, it, the, it's what, just a big a big change for a character. Like, okay, obviously, the dude lost an arm. Mm-hmm. Now he has an eye patch, or whatever. Maybe he likes to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was just one of those things you had to infer with the blood over his eye, which, I mean, this is anime, so... Oh, for sure. You look at Dragon Ball Z, and they have especially in the original Dragon Ball Z, they have blood everywhere and they're mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But in this one, it's like, oh, he has his blood and now he's, he has no eye. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they just, in Dragon Ball, they can go bleed, talk for half an episode and all of a sudden you're all better. <laughs> yeah, it's, in the manga, they do explain it. Um, so they, so I'll just give it away. It's, they get it, they get the crystal from Oscar's basically stash uh-huh. of his stuff. It's one of the crystals Oscar had. Yeah, because that's that's how he got his arm too, is because of that special synergy. Yeah, his, his ability to be able to create stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Oscar? Oscar is the the owner of the first labyrinth. The oh, after, after oh. he beat that five or six headed yeah. dragon. Yep. And they went to that super awesome <laughs> castle. Yep. He was the. Uh, this definitely has a great a great uh, story to it. Yeah, and it could, I like it. I I love the concept of the story, but I just feel like the execution of the show is on like fast forward like times 10 speed i'm glad you said that because like i said you skip over a couple mm-hmm. not significant details but just a couple details that you know whatever it'd be nice to know lots of details are skipped one one detail that i'll give is it's only been four months they say that yeah, they say that okay yeah, yeah I, I guess i missed that so yeah it's been four months in the entire time so mm-hmm. from the time he falls to yeah. they this this is still 17 years old yeah yeah. 17 years old and within four months he has three baby mamas with one, <laughs> with one baby <laughs> and one lover so one that he claims at least that's true one that one that he claimed but at least he's claiming one it's, it's like a kind of a harem but not really a harem oh it's bro like, it's, it's a fucking harem it it's like I don't, I don't want this he's just a loyal harem <laughs> 
But the funny part is that Yue is the one, like, bringing on all the challenges. Like, yeah, she can come too, but I just know that I'm better. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm the bottom bitch, so. <laughs> Yue reminds me of uh, No Game, No Life. What's her name? Oh, the sister? Yeah. She- I, she- I can't remember. Not Shinra. God, we're horrible. Speaking <laughs> of Shinra, I wrote down Shinra from uh, Dead Man Wonderland. There's a, a student's voice. Ganta, oh, sorry, Ganta, not Shinra. Shinra's the female. <laughs> but Ganta, in episode 10, Shimizu, a student was the leader of the monster army. The one, the kid that was trying to kill the teacher. Yep. Uh, same English voice actor as Ganta from <laughs> Dead Man Marvel. So the whole entire time I'm thinking, fuck, man, I don't want to see Ganta <laughs> shoot some blood. Blood bullets. I do miss that. That's a good anime. Yeah, I, was, uh, I wish they came out with the second one. Yeah. But, oh, nice. I, I honestly didn't make any connections with voice actors. You definitely pick up on that way more than I do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all, I know Matt and I have a wide list of stuff that we've watched, so it's easy. It's fun to pick out who sounds like who and just try to make those connections. Yeah, especially when it's like, wait a second, I know exactly who that is, like Frieza and Genkai. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was probably my... Number that was probably my first connection I've ever made. I was so proud of making that connection. <laughs> the cool one I thought was the last recording we had was uh, Hercule. Hercule Her- and um, Eldora. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was sick. You would have had me with uh, Ryan Reynolds, but <laughs> apparently not the same guy. Not the same person. I am sorry, people. I'm very sorry to all my listeners that got excited <laughs> as excited as we did when I said he was Ryan Reynolds. It's not. So. All right, so let's get back to this one. <laughs> um, I actually had a question for you guys. I didn't. I kind of did. A little bit of sloppy research on this one. <laughs> and I'll let you know why. But um, did we come up? Did, does anybody know where the name came from? Oh, I did not look into that one. I have not looked into that one either. All right. We were, we're all shitty equally. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, um, yeah, I was. So the reason I say that, that I was kind of lazy with this one, it, it was a little hard to get into. Okay. Just because. Hard? Just because he was this little punk kid. I get it. You know, I know how anime, anime works. but And then. Like it's a great story. I love the story. Like I wanted, I want to know more. Like what happens, obviously. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I wasn't really impressed with the animation. Okay. Like the fight scenes, it was mainly like standstill pitches with like just one little motion type of thing. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like an animation like Demon Slayer. Okay. Where yeah. you have all that, you see every single movement. Yeah, it's it's. Otherwise, I just saw like a still frame with a couple like gunshots because obviously he uses the gun, which I get it. It's a great anime. I like, I really do like the anime. It's just that bothered me a little bit that the animation wasn't that great. Yeah. It was a little. I mean, even the CGI was like smooth, not smooth in like a sense of like it worked out smoothly, but like smoothed over like. You can see it it like it was clay or something. Yeah, clay. I think that's a good way of saying it. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, we really don't try to bash animes. We really, you know, we obviously enjoy it. This is why we're doing this. But I got a bash on that goat slash snake slash lion thing uh-huh. that that demon came up with. Like, that thing was, I felt like my TV was buffering just because that thing looked so bad. <laughs> Uh, that was just uh, to me. That was just a bad character or a bad villain. It, it was that was one of those like the oh man, I, I've drawn a blank on her name, but the the demon person, the monster person that's controlling them all in the final two episodes. Yeah, she. Yeah. It, it was just one of her minions, so it's not like it was supposed hmm. to be anything super super badass or anything. I I can kind of get what you're saying by the the fight scenes, especially when you try and compare them to like Juju. Oh yeah. Oh, and I've been watching a lot of that. I, that's still on my queue. So I think I think you have a fair point with that. You know, you go from that type of caliber anime to to this one. Well, I might be able to give a little bit of a 
a crutch to the anime um, through some research that I've been looking up. Ari Fuerta was one show that's very rare, but maybe during the process of its animation, a new company picked it up and started mm-hmm. over. And I'm sure there was a time crunch and a big fuck this, fuck that, let's just get it out there kind of deal. So yeah, could be. There, I mean, they did announce. What's up? That's some good insight. Yeah, that's their. They announced season two, so maybe season two will have a little bit more. Oh yeah, and that's. I think that's another important thing that we should throw out there is we are covering season one of Ari Fueta. Technically thirteen episodes, but oh, got a five and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, was, what I was trying to say was in in honor of season two being announced, yeah. we're going to cover this one. So, oh, honestly, I didn't even know it was announced. <laughs> oh, man. I, I did like post it on our on our Facebook page, oh. so it's it was there. Yeah, I've been so busy, man. I, I've so been, damn busy. Anytime there's something I'm really looking forward to, I try to make sure everybody everybody gets to see it because mm-hmm. I follow a lot of anime pages. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that then. Like yeah. like I said, I really enjoy the story. Yeah, yeah. The Great same. story is just. The animation just wasn't for me. And I think what helps the story is that this is a light novel, mm-hmm. so you can really get the in-depth of the characters and the, like all the stories and all the, uh, when they communicate with each other, all the conversations are really in-depth and then just the, like, hey, all the gods find us as pawns. Like, this is a giant game to them. They don't give two fucks about anybody. We're just here to be their entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the big thing that was pushed across. I think uh, if any show deserves to be like actually read up upon, it's this show. And it's because they did kind of a piss poor job explaining details in the... This should have been a 24 season. 24 episode season. Yeah. They, they, it just sucks so bad because there's... Season one consists of books one through four of the light novels and that's a lot of reading like according to some of my research these are hundreds upon hundreds of pages just to get through you know some awesome details which would be awesome yeah and if you're really into the story i would recommend it because Mm. there's a lot of details that's missing and through what i've come up with or found is yeah this shit's amazing and i would love to learn i would love to at least see more and there's even a prequel. There's a zero. I'm actually surprised that they're not doing that. If you're saying that they have so many details in their novels, then honestly, that's all they got. In my opinion, that's all they got for, going for them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the animation wasn't for me. It just wasn't exciting enough. The story hooked me, but if you're going to skip details in a story like that, you know who's going to who's going to follow it? Who's going to want to it's keep, on, keep yeah. on watching it if they're, they're going to miss details? Yeah, if I was going to take anything away from the show, it was that I would much rather have this be like some badass video game than to continue watching it as a series because of how quick paced this is. And I would just love to be able to be that OP person in a video game and just fucking murk everybody. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah. no. I had that in my nose, bro. <laughs> so actually, I actually wrote it down like this. Uh, oh, no. I was really quick with it. Um, damn it. But uh, I wrote down in my nose, like, how did it, like, I was probably watching, like, after episode 10, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, how did it take me this long to notice that he looks like the Devil May Cry dude? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dante. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's got white hair. He's got dual pistols. <laughs> the only thing he's missing is a couple badass swords. But, of course, I think he said somewhere in the anime that, oh, in the last episode when he gave that chick that sword, like, he's not a, a swords person. Yeah. Or no. a weapons person. That, that, was my, that was my game, bro. So, one thing I will say, the manga, when it came out, when the anime came out, the manga was literally two chapters beyond what the manga or beyond what the anime was oh really what the anime covered yeah so it's oh so they they that might be part of it 
Sure. They just wanted to try and stick more to what the manga had produced versus what the light novels had produced. Right. And you can't blame them for that. No. That's just me assuming, though. I'm not 100% sure on that one, though. Okay. So what about favorite characters? You guys got any? I know there's a small handful to kind of choose from. Yeah. Well, Ricky, you want to start? Um, I don't know. Obviously the main character. Hajime, right? Yep. Hajime, yeah. Yep. I like him a lot. I think the... The main reason I really like him the most is because he reminds me of Dante from Devil May Cry. And obviously he's OP, obviously he's great. He's got all this women following him. <laughs> Everybody wants to love him. He's great. I, don't, I guess he'd be my favorite. Like I said, I, I'm enjoying the story, so I really don't have one specific favorite. Matt? So, yeah, I would definitely say Hajime. Hajime is going to be my favorite. And then, yeah, just because... All of his, all of his moves that he can do, and then all the other stuff, and yeah, he's just the main character, so it's kind of hard to. Lance, are you you in the same boat, or you got somebody? Yeah, typically I like to try to choose someone who's not the main character. Yeah, but they don't really give a whole lot of reason to like anybody else. Like, I guess if I want to try to choose someone else, it would be Yue, the, yep. uh, the, the vampire. vampire queen. Yeah. Yep, just because she's got some badass mana powers like that electric dragon that she whips out at the end i thought that was that reminded me of you know dragon of the darkness flame so of course i'm gonna fall for that one but <laughs> oh yeah but that bitch comes out with like a new move in every episode <laughs> it was crazy i didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing but i suppose if i were to try to lean away from the main character it would have to i'd probably choose ua ua is hilarious i'm gonna say her say her uh name wrong the dragon uh tio tio yeah she is hilarious her interactions with hajime are hilarious oh yeah every time they they talk it's just hilarious because well how they met was (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad i was watching that by myself (laughs) oh my god yeah i probably should have given you guys a warning like hey when you get to the dragon you might second dragon yes you might have to explain some things when you when you first told me about this show over a year ago, and I'm sitting there on the treadmill watching this show, I could not stop laughing. I thought this was the funniest. I'm pretty sure I texted you right after. I'm like the concept of dragons being so fucking powerful, but only having very small weak points, and the butthole being one of them. I thought that was fucking genius. <laughs> I'm on the same boat with you, man. For real, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm sitting in the basement. I'm really just, I'm lit. I'm like, that's true. Unless they open up their eyes or whatever. Like, where else can you pierce them? Their eyes, yeah. The eyes would be the second thing. I, the first thing I would think of. The eyes would definitely be the first thing I think of. Never never the butthole. I would, maybe an open mouth throw a spear down its throat. But, yeah, the butthole. I never thought about that. Damn. And then after you find out the butthole, I'm like, okay, well, they got to pee, too. <laughs> that's the next spot. Damn. So, of yeah. course, that needs to be talked about. <laughs> Yeah, I laugh every. I'm apparently I'm 13 years old sometimes because <laughs> every time I watch that, I just die laughing. And then all their interactions, just hilarious. Even reading it for because I've read this a couple times now, watched it a few times. Every time I laugh, I just yeah. can't help myself. It's so funny. Definitely not for kids though. So the 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 show is rated um, MA, but really, I mean, there's not too many. Like when I think of MA, I kind of think of like Goblin Slayer, which is that's very mature. 
super dark and mm-hmm. then like high school dxd and some of the kind of those shows it's like okay Borderline hentai. i get that for being <laughs> ma and then this one i'm like there's nothing really like yeah other than a little bit of a showing of cleavage with shia uh, shia and uh and then the bath scene the bath scene was i found hilarious too yeah there's that too of course there's gotta be a bath scene in a, in a show like this <laughs> but yeah other than that i mean like the blood is yellow so it's not like people take that as blood and then... Ooh, you want... Okay, well, blood is an interesting concept because if it's one thing I've found through my research was that the monsters... <laughs> what are you, a scientist now, bro? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like, damn, bro, you oh, gotta be a uh, There's a little bit of a contradiction because through my research, the monsters don't have quote-unquote blood. Like, their form of blood is a liquid mana that kills people, which is why humans typically can't eat the monsters, and that's why uh, Hajime had problems, was because the the mana blood is too much for him to handle. With that being said, in the final couple episodes, when they're fighting that demon, Mm -hmm. there's blood everywhere in one specific area, which was that that trap that she tried setting. And, like, well, if, if they're not supposed to have blood... But they have the liquid mana. I don't know. It's just, is it supposed? Is those liquid mana supposed to still have the characteristics of blood? I don't know. It's just throwing me off. I, there's a little bit of a contradiction that I thought at first, but who um, knows? Wow. I will say the manga, it, the fight scene doesn't work out the way that it does in the anime. So basically, Hajime comes crashing in and just obliterates everything, and then takes out John Blake on her name, the 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 monster chick, the demon. Yeah. I can't even tell you her name, bro. Yeah, I've drawn a blank on her name, but he comes in, takes her, asks her, hey, what's your goal? Kataria? I think her name's... I I wrote it down. I just wrote Kataria versus Hajima. That's the demon chick's name in the labyrinth. Yeah, and basically he was like, oh, I know what your plan is. Your plan was because the she could do the same thing. She had the same magic powers that... um, What was the second labyrinth? What was her name? Oh, shit. What was the second? He's... Yeah, I didn't really catch on to too many details, to be honest with you. So while I was looking for that, um, you know, speaking of the fight, that, if we're going to ask next, you know, what was your favorite battle? That was my favorite battle. The demon? Yeah. Uh Yeah, because he was just going off, bro. Like, he had his shit together. He told people what to do. And he was just fucking ready to go. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that stupid, like, shield he always pops out, too, that protects everybody. That yeah, yeah. That overpowered shield. Fucking Green Lantern over here. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly who I thought, too. Because he, uh, I think he first went uh, with the fight with Tio when he was when, in her dragon form. I think. Yeah, I can't remember when. But yeah. So what is up with that? Like, what is that ring? Why, why did he make a ring to do that? That ring came from the owner of the first labyrinth. So Oscar. 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 And because of Hajime's specialty synergy, he's a synergist, he can, you know, manipulate like uh Bomel Alchemist, he can manipulate oh, matter. I've read the essentially. Brunetta. Yeah. So he can manipulate matter and he was given a super boost essentially. Let's just keep it simple to that. With uh through the dude's power and because of that ring, he was able to give himself an arm, give himself an eye, make fucking vehicles and make awesome ass weapons like that Gatling gun and that super spear deal. Mm-hmm. And then the ring also allows him to store everything. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Well, that's where he was in the problem. But yeah, no, I understood a little bit of that part. But yeah, that was the dude's fucking awesome. Uh, Green Lantern powers, <laughs> the all fucking Devil May Cry. What else we got in here, bro? I uh, feel like we had something else. 
So Oh, the full mode alchemist. I forgot to yeah. bring that up. The transmutation circle. Yep, there it is. Oh yeah, and the fact that uh the anime never describes it, but through my research through the through the light novels was that Hajime did so much research and so much practicing into his own synergy powers that he is one of the only people that doesn't need an incantation to use his synergy, his powers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super badass, and I think that's overlooked, and I think that the anime did a poor job on explaining that. Yeah. Because I think... Bro, this is like Full Metal Alchemist 2.0. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you notice in the beginning, he has to say transmute for anything to happen. Yeah, yeah. But then Which at the end... away from that bear. Yep. Everything else after that, basically anything after that, he he's good to go. Right, like he, it just comes right out. One little nugget in the manga is so Downer. He said it takes him over a thousand times, thousand tries to make Downer. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. In the anime, it's just boom, one try. That's yeah. So it was that's a little detail that they they. If you guys don't remember who Downer is? That was the revolver. Yep, the first revolver. The yep, first that was his first one. And then just to go back to what I was talking about, it's a uh, second lever. Ryzen. Rosin. Ryzen. R a i s a n. It's e n. Ryzen. Ryzen. So they got the power from Ryzen, so the one that can control golems. Golems. Uh-huh. They got the god power. I can't remember what it what it was actually called, but they she Catalea got the same power that he has. So he knew that he had completed one labyrinth already and was like, so now you're going to use the humans, you're going to persuade the humans to do, to take out this labyrinth so then you can get Oscar's powers. And so they, there's another group of demons that are trying to complete the labyrinths. We don't see that in the anime, do we? No. Like, we don't see a group of demons. No, because they're, they're asking why, how that one demon made it into that labyrinth. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that bitch had a husband. Yep. Hell yeah. So her her lover will probably be the the main bad guy for season two, if I had to guess. Just because he, I mean, he's gonna want or at least a recent or a very next in line bad guy because he's gonna want some revenge. Yep. As you may, dude. She gave her a warning. She could have left. Oh, yeah, that's very true. It's like, you're not my enemy. Walk away. If you stay, you're my enemy, and I'm going to have to kill you. She's like, I call you on your bullshit. Mm. Yeah. You, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about that dramatic-ass change? I, obviously, from the first couple episodes, you saw that this dude was a, just he weak. Was, he was from commonplace. <laughs> <laughs> and now, <laughs> to world's strongest. Uh, um, I, I'm going to but like about like not having the whole relationship or his past friends or just literally forgetting everybody going on what i learned that the anime doesn't show was that what two weeks a month goes by okay so when hajime is transmuting away from that bear and he passes out running away from the bear he wakes up he's in front of that mana stone dripping liquid mana um Holy water. Holy water that we come to learn. Apparently, a long time has gone by with him sitting there suffering. Weeks have gone by. Like, he wants to die. Yeah, it's two weeks. Two weeks. He wants to die. He hasn't eaten anything, but the holy water revives, replenishes, like, keeps him from dying. He hasn't eaten anything, hasn't drinking anything, and his arm's cut off, but that stupid holy water is keeping him alive, making him suffer. So this whole time, he's going through a mental state, like, well, it's either get out of... Obviously, he just does what he does, and now he's got in this mental state where he wants to say, fuck the world, I'm going to take care of myself. Kill or be killed, yeah. Right. Yeah, he definitely got... I I mean, I can see it happening. You get betrayed by the one... Well, not by the one person. You get betrayed by people that are supposed to be your friends, and really, mm-hmm. only one person in that entire group treated him like a friend, which was... Um, oh, what's her name? Cora. Cora? Kairo. Kaiora? Kaori. Kaori. There we go. Yeah, Kaori. Yeah, but that's how you... 
spell it, but it's it's Cairo, like it's it's Cairo or something like that. Because I remember it because it reminds me of one of my cousins from California. But, anyway, but they so, definitely don't say Kaori. So Kaori. I think they say Kaori. But anyway, it, it, either way, she's the only one that is like treats him well. Everybody else is kind of like, <coughs> yeah, you're you're a synergist. You're bullshit. You're basically a human, a normal Girl. human. So we don't need you, kind of thing. So I can completely get his holes. Like he's all by himself until he gets UA. So fuck yeah. everybody else. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't. I want to knock him for that. Um, one. I don't know. I got something pulled out that I want to show you guys. Uh, they they like to replay a couple of sound bites in this show. One of them being this one. From now on, I promise. Hold up. Okay, that's the sound of Hajime falling though after he gets blasted by his friend and he falls. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. played that sound like three or four times, like, oh my god, that is so over dramatic. And they, <laughs> they did that a lot within like the first five episodes, it felt like like the, that noise just got to me every time like <laughs> <laughs> especially watching it for a second time. Well, especially you that listen to this with the earbuds, I'm guessing. Oh, right? yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm listening yeah. to that for a while. I was watching that on TV, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, so there's there's Hajime falling, that's super ass annoying like that. And then there's also Shie's uh, charging battle cry every time she swings her hammers. <laughs> I, sh- I, I don't have the timestamp on that one to play it also, but every time she swings the hammer, she has that battle cry and... It, I feel like at last she cries off for like three, four seconds. <laughs> this gets to me. <laughs> and it's the same one every time. I'm like, if it wasn't repeated, I wouldn't think about it. Yep. But that's that's where the quality <laughs> falls. Yeah, it's the story definitely keeps everything keeps everything going for me. Just mm-hmm. because I want to see what he does. And then when Ryzen is like you may not want to fight the gods, but you're going to end up doing it anyway. Right. You don't want to, but you're, you will do it. Was, was Ryzen that There's chick that in the robot? Big, yeah. Yeah, she was the goal. Okay. okay. Yep. I'm actually watching the episode right now. There we go. And it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And then I find it funny when they all get flushed out of the toilet. The fake toilet. Yeah. And then meet that man-faced fish. Yep. What was up with that? I don't... That was just like... I think that was just... Random ass... (laughs) um, They were tripping on acid. Let's make a quick scene. (laughs) felt like. So it's it's actually kind of funny in the manga. You guys remember seeing that fish in the aquarium, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same fish. That is the same fish. And it talks about how... It got flush, or it got flushed too, and then just randomly popped up in this river, and then got caught. Yep. And so they ask him, "It's like, well, do you want to be free?" And it's like, "Of course, I want to be free." Yeah. Like, and then Hajime and uh, Shia felt guilty and like stole him and let him free. So <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah, it was a lot of humor in this. I, I will say say that it was they kept it light inner in between all the the dark moments that they had the beginning was super fucked up though just oh, having yeah. to eat the eat the demons and monsters and yeah yeah i think if, it, if the anime stayed more edgy like they did on the first episode where they were where he had to fight so hard to survive i think that would be a lot better but they just like i was saying earlier like they just hit the fast forward button and skipped out on so many necessary details what do you guys think about his because we can almost assume who his betrayer is like they haven't announced it like officially announced it as far as the anime goes they yeah. haven't announced it yeah but the way they played out these characters or like the last couple two episodes yeah i was like you kind of know who it is it's that red-haired dude that yeah. was like hid behind another person 
person or a wall. But uh, I'm pretty sure maybe I the manga know. said it, but through my research, I know the light novels definitely say it, who it was. But I don't think Hajime... No, through the novel, I think Hajime knows who it was. But through the anime, he doesn't know who it is. No, he doesn't yet. Well, actually, Yue does. Really? She calls him out. She calls him out saying, like, are you going to betray him? Or not betray him again, but like she's like, are you going to get in his way again? Oh, I missed that part. Oh, yeah. Because he was uh, freaking out about, like, oh, we don't know who this guy is. You know, we shouldn't trust him, this and that. And basically, Yue was like, calm the fuck down. He's going to work this? all this out. I, right. I thought she was talking about the hero dude that didn't want to kill... Um, the demon? Yeah, Oh, no, bro. I, I literally just got done watching that episode before I came <laughs> over. So I know she was talking to him. Like, she knows he betrayed her. All yeah, right, so I skipped my Betrayed ahead. him. All right, so another piece of detail that they just kind of hope that we assume we piece together. So they... In, they def- I mean, in the, in the anime, you can do, they reference it enough, like, because, it's, I mean, the dude has a very distinctive hairstyle, so it's, and they show him blacked out, so it's not like they're just like, eh, hope you can figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, because in the manga, they do, they do uh, call him out, because he talks to the individual at the end, and, or no, excuse me, there is, I'm getting some, some things mixed up. The individual has a conversation with another individual, and basically says why he did it and that's at the end of the chapter that would be the chapter that correlates with the end of the season so it's you you definitely know who it was and he um hajime calls him out for it too so it's kind of kind of one of those things don't want to give it away because i'll probably talk about it in season two so we don't want to have any spoilers as far as the anime goes yeah yeah because we like i said i was doing diving I found the reason. Yep. Um, to avoid spoiling that, one thing that I found was very annoying was the concept of this being an isekai. Because <laughs> if you're just watching the show, you just assume that everybody is just in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. it took me a long time. And even when I watched this over a year ago, I didn't realize it. But watching the, op- the only reason you only know this through the anime that this is an isekai is through the opening credits is that it was some class getting dragged into another world and like I don't know about you guys but I tend to skip opening credits because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want things spoiled because opening credits tend to spoil characters and battles and ooh this guy's probably going to be the next enemy or the yep. major enemy so I don't like being spoiled well they do they do talk about it I'll let your wife know Lance <laughs> <laughs> They do talk about it a little bit in the anime, but it's one of those things where if you're not paying like super, super close attention, or you, then you're going to miss it because uh-huh. they talk about how in school they got transported and stuff like that. But it was literally like a sentence here yeah. and a sentence here. Yeah, they'll talk about it, but they'll never show cutscenes like yeah. other animes show background. Yeah, because right, every time the Hajime is like, I just want to go home, I just thought he meant he wanted to get out of the lab and go back to that the little surface. school. Yeah, yep. the surface. That's where I thought. And then he leaves that first labyrinth and then he finds she i'm like okay well you're on the surface you're home and then like two three episodes later he's like i just want to go home like you're no longer you were just there (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're just exactly that's exactly what i thought like where where is home and then of course i find out that it's nisekai and home is in another dimension well they talk about when they go to your so that uh country with the teacher with his teacher Uh how the rice is like in japan oh yeah, yeah so but again that's one of those if you miss that sentence you're gonna miss the reference and right yeah that's, that's, that sentence was probably like 50 pages long of explanation <laughs> in the light novel let's go back to the teacher real quick yeah that teacher looks just as old if not younger than the rest <laughs> of those fucking students for real <laughs> and then that confused me when he was uh-huh. giving her CPR it was like uh uh-huh. 
Uh, is she falling in love with her student? Yep. Yeah, uh, same thing. And she definitely was. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I wanted to throw one more thing onto the CPR deal. <laughs> She's laying on the ground. Why does Hajime have to drink the holy water and then fucking drool it through a kiss? Thank you. <laughs> like, Thank just, you. Open it and pour it in. What is so she? She can't drink anything. So basically, he's forcing it into her throat to get her to drink. Why not, it just, why not pour it in there? And then because all it's gonna do is like if you're <laughs> she's like blow dart that motherfucker in there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not how CPR works. Well, you know what? He didn't tilt the head back, so he didn't, he didn't do anything anyways. Uh, I think they tell you they tell you not to do that anymore. I think it's it's one one of those things. No, no more mouth to mouth. Well. Uh, that that's more of a oh that's COVID and stuff yeah that's a COVID thing. oh no, no I don't <laughs> know they, you know those like toilet seat covers that you get at like the public restrooms uh huh they those got those for, like, they room. got those for the mouths now oh yeah 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 I remember that from like uh over ten years ago when we were in high school oh that was definitely over ten years ago but anyway that's uh, when I was introduced that you're no, it's no longer supposed to be mouth to mouth yeah it's but so, they do have the covers that if you were to do it so you don't get like herpes or anything. yeah that so was that, the deal that's what it is and then you're not supposed to move the head because if they have a head injury and that's why they're unconscious then you could actually make it worse oh yeah yeah apparently we're teaching people see CPR in this, in this as well. Yeah, yeah there you go, enemy <laughs> loungers. CPR from three drunk motherfuckers. <laughs> but one thing I did find out is she's only 26. Teacher? Yeah, the teacher's okay. only 26, so she's slightly older. So she looks younger, but she acts like she's fucking 40, so. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I think uh, when Hajime was given Shia the mouth-to-mouth was hilarious, too, because she just, like, wraps herself around him when she finally wakes up. No, that was Shia. Shia. That was that was, uh, I laughed so goddamn hard. <laughs> Bro, that tongue actually. Like, uh, okay, it was enough that like she wrapped her arms and her legs around him. Okay, we get it. We sli- get it. The slimy tongue. But you gotta give me a fucking POV of the tongue action. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when I saw that scene, I'm like, dude, that's exactly what a lot of you girls... were taking notes. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I was just chicks do that in real life to try to get pregnant. Damn, bro! You talking about Personal wrapping the legs? Or the lap, wrapping the legs? Oh, around, is that what you're saying? Sorry, what? No, but that's just what came to my mind. Like, I know chicks out there are crazy like that. It's not just chicks, bro. It goes both ways. <laughs> it goes both. Yeah, it does. Are trying us. to wrap around and try to. Wrap no, we don't have to get too detailed. Taxis was coming out. Speaking of that. <laughs> what, what do you talk about? The past two years have been all, if you have 20 kids, you're golden. So. You have 20 kids. Fucking COVID, bro. The tax relief fund. Yeah, this is definitely not something that should be in there. We're just gonna. But anyway. Yeah, you know, just back, to, uh, back to uh, Shia being Akio. gross. Like there was a that one scene that they were in the labyrinth, I think, and they're going in circles, and there was that like that little slime kind of slime spewing oh, bubble, yeah. and like she gets she gets blasted in the face. Oh my! <laughs> like, dude, she Lance, we're not trying to go back to your line where it is. <laughs> totally hentai right there. <laughs> So so many references, so many dirty references right there. You know, like, and, uh, I sent you guys that Snapchat of Shia. <laughs> no, I was going to say, don't, don't be trying to help people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, I shared it with you guys. 
her knees are red for some reason. <laughs> why her Why are her knees red when she's sitting next to Hajime? I was wondering, what scene was that? I remember you sending me that scene, but where uh, was that? So that's when he goes and talks to the guild, Guildmaster for the first time. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's okay, it, Guildmaster. Yeah. When he wants plates... There was two wishes. If I'm going to go find your buddy that went off on the mission, I need plates and I need, what, a special favor? Basically, yeah. I wrote it down, but... Yeah, it's... So he asks for, basically, in the anime, he kind of asks, asks for three things. He asks for the data plates for all all the party. He asks for, like, a favor. So basically, hey, I owe you one kind of thing. And then the third thing he asks for is, like, hey, if anything happens, you guys just kind of look away. Like, don't, don't get yourselves involved in what I'm doing. Just let it happen. Which is important because when he goes to, it's a... Fjord, Fjordheim, Fjordheim. So the next town where he finds. Uh, oh, I was gonna say we're going German. Well, it is. Oh, I was gonna say, aren't you German, man? <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't remember exactly exactly what it is. It's Fjord. You have been this Fjordheim from your family. <laughs> and and I'm telling you, mama. Uh, Mew. When he finds Mew, that town. Yeah. So with the it, slave trade. With the fishy. Yeah, with the the well, fish girl. She's a mermaid. Mermaid human. No, yeah, the, the fishy, fishy. The fishy. The fishy. Yeah. Guy. Well, it is the fish the too. Rocky Balboa looking motherfucker. <laughs> the yellow fish. The yellow fish that he Talk- calls. Oh, the talking fish. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's. I thought you were talking about Mew. Well, Mew is also a sea person, but yeah. Anyway, so like basically, he's like, yeah, <laughs> Rocky fish. <laughs> I totally see what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, yo, Adrian. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm a fishy. <laughs> Give me all this water. Let me fight. Oh, yeah, you are Italian. I forgot about that. <laughs> that. That is what I thought of the first time I saw the fish, too. <laughs> For real, bro. Or or that one dude from uh, Street Fighter. You know what I'm talking about? That no. American dude with the yellow hair. He's got, like, the green tank top, the green army shorts. I oh, I he's more... got the, the high top, super high top fade. He's got those, like, air cutter moves. Yeah. He's that, yeah, that army-looking guy. Yeah. yeah he's cool. He uh, kick my I was ass. more of a yeah. Tekken guy, so... I love Tekken. Uh, I like Tekken a little bit I more. like Tekken. I like... I, I was a Street Fighter guy, though. I like Tekken, but I only had access to Street Fighter. Blanco was my shit. It's kind of funny. Blanco. Blanco. He was Blanco. cheap. All you do is jump on him, super electric charge. <laughs> or just sit in the corner, just electric charge. <laughs> yeah, just spam it, dude. That's how you win. Yeah. I find it funny how people are pretty much always either a Tekken person or a Street Fighter person. And there's never any in between. Like... Eh, it's, uh, nope, it's always yeah, one of the What other. other fighting game is there? What, you want to try to throw Soul Calibur in there? Yeah. No, not back, the, not back in that Back day. in the day, yeah. Right. Well, I was more saying, like, if if somebody had to pick, it's always, people never pick both. They're like, ah, I'll play a little bit of this. I like, them. I like them both. Oh, just, I, I, I only had access to Street Fighter. Yeah. I remember going to arcades and playing Tekken all the time. Damn, you played it on an arcade? I played oh, it on arcades. Arcades are so difficult. Yeah. What's the last night? Did you guys ever gone to an Okay, I know we have a couple bars like Pete Player Two. You ever go to Player Two and play Yeah, but that's Street Fighter but, on the joystick? But I'm talking about a real arcade. Like obviously right now, god damn, we're getting really sidetracked. But anyways, <laughs> listeners, you're gonna hear us rant about a couple bars that we have here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Or not or maybe around in the area. But anyways, um, the last time you went to an actual arcade, not a bar arcade, like an actual old school, put in a couple quarters, not even have a quarter. Player two? Yeah. Oh, player two is an arcade. It's a bar arcade. But yeah. yeah. But like an actual old school arcade, like like the old school setups. Have you ever been to one? Like uh, we have lines of fucking arcades. Just or no arcades. But no. I've been to the the player two. That just reminds me of that. But there's one at the uh, Wisconsin Dallas Kalahari. They've got like an arcade room. Oh, that'd, that'd be like that too. That's that's pretty cool. That's because the most recent one that we went to, we went to the, we went and took the kids. It's in Menominee Falls, bro. 
and it's like fifteen dollars, and you can play all day, and it's all it's free. All oh, that's day. badass. So it's a fifteen fifteen dollar admission fee, uh-huh. and you get like a little wristband, and you can come come and go whenever you want, and it's free games all day. Badass. And it's nothing but arcade, like old oh, school arcade cool. shit. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not talking about like go to a hotel room <laughs> and you have a little arcade lobby right there type of stuff. No, yeah. but that's the last. That was last year, bro. That's Definitely awesome. check it out. Otherwise, Madison, Wisconsin, they have a Geek Mania. It's like fifteen dollars, same thing. Okay. That's cool. Probably something have to do sometime. But anyway, to get back to Afaretta, we can Afaretta, Ari Furetta, Ari Furetta. I'll get that right eventually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's alright. You got the approval from last, bro. When, so is there any of all the moves besides UA's, like, fake dragon of the darkness flame move? <laughs> Thunder of the darkness. Thunder of the light. <laughs> lightning. Dragon of the light. Oh my god, I can't dragon, even see this. Dragon of lightning. There we go. Dragon of lightning. Yeah. Move. Do you guys have any, any favorite moves? Like a signature move? Yeah, we can go a signature move. No, favorite really favorite move that happened. I just like Hajime. Hajime? Hajime, yeah. I like his uh, Green Lantern ring. <laughs> okay, I'll take that one. That's yeah, pretty useful. That's pretty cool. It, it is. is. It was very useful. Um, I, I can't avoid the, the Thunder Dragon. <laughs> I mean, really, anything that UA throws out is pretty sweet. Yeah. Because she's the only one with like the magic powers, the mana powers. Other than that, I don't know. What do you got, Matt? Well, I'd say besides uh, UA's, UA's moves... All of uh, Tao's, not Tao's, uh, Tio? Tio's moves. Oh, she does have that badass fire attack. Yeah, when she turns into a dragon and then all those. <laughs> I don't know, I guess she's my fa- my second favorite because she's, she's hilarious. And she's all very, her moves are very perverted. All her moves are great. That's why I was laughing at you last <laughs> when you said badass. <laughs> Ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> It's it's okay. Uh, I I am interested to see what happens to uh, Kiori when she travels alongside the group because she's the healer. I was about to say she's the healer type, isn't she? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now we got a a wider variety of people in his group. So now he's got a support person. Yep. You can say girls, bro. Girl, girls. <laughs> his his harem. His yeah. harem. Yeah. And then part the dad. Too. Not even one like best friend, dude. Like... Dude, they need a bro in there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> They better introduce a bro because now it's just getting. But I feel like if they, I feel like if they introduce a bro, they'll be fighting over like who gets who. But then again, not really because Hajime, yeah, Hajime, he's pretty loyal to. Yeah, he's announced it. He announced it in the final episode that he loves uh, Yue. Yeah. Y- Yue is this woman, so if anybody, it's going to be uh, Shia that goes towards somebody else yeah. because he already deflowered uh, Tio. <laughs> Tio. So yeah, she she makes a joke in the manga how um, she's she's no longer a um, good enough because she's been ruined for anybody else. <laughs> So now she has to go with Hajime. <laughs> no one's ever going to treat me the same. Well, it's got that old school. So she's she's actually like 500, I think it's like 560 some years old. Oh. So we've got that very old school mentality where if you, you know, you have sex with somebody, you're now ruined and now, uh-huh. now Hajime ruined her. So, okay. So <laughs> let's just, so Tio the dragon yep. is about 500, right? Yep. Uh, Yua? Yue. Yue. She's about 600? She's Whoa. three. She was trapped. trapped. 
for 300 years old. So she, do you have a guess? I think 400 from what? My sources are all <laughs> over the place. I want to say about 600. So she is 326 years old. So that bitch is supposed to be a 26, essentially yeah. a 26 year old. She looks like she's 12. Yeah. God damn it. She does. She does. All right. So, so we she, got a 26-year-old, yep. and we got... A 56-year-old dragon. 56-year-old dragon. 556-year-old dragon, yep. And then we have... We have Shia. What's the bunny? Shia. Shia is... I don't think they 16. really... 16. She is 16. So she is honestly the only compatible one with... Yes, she is. Hajime. Yep. Age-wise? Yeah, because she's 17. 17, good point. Yep. Oh, excuse me. She's uh, 323 years old, not 26 years old. Tio? No, Yui. Yui. Yui? Yui? Oh, okay. okay. So and then, she's only 23 in... Yeah. And then uh, Tio is 563 years old. And then Hajime is obviously 17. Right. I, don't know, I don't know what they're eating over there, but goddamn, they look good. So then on our <laughs> on our Facebook, we'll we'll post this, because I took a screenshot of their stats as well, so it gives okay. all their information. Who needs another beer? I need one. I am good on my beer, because I'm drinking this delicious whiskey. I'll take one more. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see because I know he was talking about going towards the next labyrinth because they tried going to that uh, one in the tree, but they couldn't do that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another important part. I'll wait for Ricky to get back on the uh, the animal portion of that, but I want to see. Oh, look at that! All right, thank you. Mexicans work fast, baby, <laughs> especially with beer. <laughs> um. Okay, so back in the uh, hold on, bro. My turn. That's a beautiful sound. So when they were looking for the labyrinths with the bunnies, yep. there was a certain labyrinth that they couldn't quite mm-hmm. enter. Yep. So that, I think that was very cool that they already introduced something that's going to be in the future. Yep. Yeah, that was a good little snippet that they added. And they had to be four. But you guys, the, there was one power that was super important. I don't know if you guys uh, really like paid attention to it that they needed. Uh, I Maybe. You it might. still sound a little familiar. But like Hajime couldn't yield it because that wasn't his specialty. And also he got one. But that not, not that. Would so really that was Ryzen's that. power. That was the power. They got from Ryzen. Oscar was for Hajime. Oscar, yep. Oscar was for Hajime, and then Ryzen was for UA. Uh huh. They didn't complete a third dungeon, right? Nope. They've only completed the two so far. Okay. They- well, okay. Well, if there's seven dungeons, we should probably expect Hajime's team to be at least seven big. You think somebody individually is gonna take a power? Yeah, I, I would imagine and each individual ancient, ancient magic. What's yeah? Yeah, the, the god, magic, the god magic they call it. Yeah. Ancient magic. And then as a combination, as a team, they would work together to take down the gods. I can see that. So that's what I would expect. So so maybe one of them is going to be a dude just to... I would eat. hope so, man. <laughs> like, it's totally cool if you like your harems, but you need to split them up just a little bit. There needs to be a little bit of that conflict. can't just be... It's too perfect right now. It's too, it can't be too perfect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. OP, beautiful women falling around, always going to save the day, nobody dies. Mm-hmm. Has anybody died? Main character-wise? No. Any so, character-wise? So there's been two characters... student. Yeah, there's been the one student that dies. So the... Who's dark, that? That the, was... Uh, the darkness guy. The one that was leading that 60,000 de- uh, demon army or whatever. Yeah, he died. The one that sounds like Gonzo. It was the dude that was being controlled by the demons who wanted oh, to kill the teacher. Yeah, but he's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Any, died. like, people that Hajime knows? I don't think so. Because I mean, that was one of the people that Hajime well, knows. Well, that's true. <laughs> Fuck him, but... 
<laughs> Besides that and douchebag, no, nobody else. No, no, nobody else. Everybody survived. You know, that guy was just a douchebag. You know, he played the wrong guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that was that's that's been it. I mean, there really haven't been a whole lot of extra people as far as fighting. He fights with his class. Well, he doesn't really fight with his classmates, but his classmates are in the fight with uh, Tia. Tia. T O T O. In Spanish for uncle. Yeah, because that makes it better. Tio. 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 So it's that fight. Tio. And then the fight in the labyrinth with um, the demon. Yeah, Caetano, Ka- Caterina, Catalea. Catalea. No, I think we're fucking. Catalea. I, I got the subtitles that took it off of Catalea. Okay. Oh, unless you're looking at something different. Yeah, uh, it's kind of layout. Catalea. That's how they have it. But anyway, it's. Those are the only two fights with everybody else. So it's. Really haven't had too many opportunities for somebody else to die. Yeah, yeah. I can see some. I can see people dying eventually just because they're going to have a big ass boss fight. Mm-hmm. God. I feel like that's what this entire show is leading up to. It's just a fight with a god. So I feel like everybody's going to die. Yeah. Everybody, but. Hajime and Yue. So you think that's how it's going to end? I think. I mean, if we're going to talk about people dying, I would expect those two to be the only two walking away. Or, gods kill Yue, Hajime goes Super Saiyan, (laughs) and destroys them. Hell no, bro. I, I feel like it's going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be the same thing that we're watching right now. Great storyline, great story, period. But everybody lives. Yeah. Like, it's not sad to say, but it's, it doesn't have, it doesn't hold that much suspense. You right. know what I mean? You, you think Hajime is going to super nuke the gods and go back to Earth and call it a day? Live live life with his harem and his child? Yeah, bring him all Yeah, basically, that's it. So is Tio going to be able to uh, turn into a dragon in modern day Japan? That no, be- she's stuck in a uniform. <laughs> she's done. Well, I don't I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like it's too... It's... I don't know. How do you... What would you call it? It's too not like a goody two-shoe show. Not really goody two-shoe, but everybody lives. Nobody dies. It's hard. It's, um... What's that? Ideal one? reality? Yeah, we could go with that. Utopia? Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, like I said, I just... I don't think anybody's gonna die. It's gonna be a great storyline. You know, obviously, you get invested in these characters. We all know their names, but that's how it's gonna end. Little fairy tale. Happy-go-lucky. And that's from us coming from not reading any of of the light novels. Oh no, this is literally my first time watching it. Yeah. <laughs> We've established that I am the rookie of this <laughs> anime podcast. Oh yeah, but I'm just establishing that uh, at this point in time there's supposedly 10 novels out there. With an 11th coming out this month, which is the month of December. okay. And the first four novels cover season one, which is a lot of pages to cover 12 episodes, but it's crazy enough. Uh, Do you guys have any expectations or what you would like to see out of season two? Ricky, why don't you start? Who you'd like to see more of besides Hajime? Like I said, I really don't have any favorites. I want to see where the story goes, and I definitely want to find out. I want to confirm that it was that red-haired dude that betrayed him, and why. I want to find out why. Okay. That's my biggest thing. Like, why the fuck would he... If you had to take a guess, why do you think it is? All the girls want him. (laughs) I don't know, bro. To be honest with you, I don't know. I have... Like, no intellectual, intel, whatever. Like, yeah, there you go. But, you're not far off. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. Simple reason in my head is like, all well, these girls want him, whatever. But, but it, just remember, that was before he had the harem. That was yeah, before. yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even before that, it's like, well, the girls want the little soft-spoken. I'm not saying that, but soft-spoken. <laughs> well, it's know, only- it, 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 it catches... The attention, uh, obviously, of his situation, that uh, the healer. Kiori? Kiori? Kiori. Yeah, whatever. Right? Right? Yep. yep. I feel like it's... Um, 
But yeah, sure. But yeah, she obviously has a lot of affection for him. Yep. So I feel like it was just some over jealousy type bullshit. But I really want to know. All right. Makes sense. Yep. Lance, what about you? What do you look forward for season two? Well, last you read. I, I did research, so I already spoiled myself. Um, personally, what I want to see, and I want to see more of more development of like his friends. Um, that piece of shit hero guy that won the gold plates. Oh, that's definitely not his friend. But anyway. Oh, I mean, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> but more importantly, the chick at the end where he gives that badass sword to. Oh yeah. I want to. Yeah. I want to see more of her develop. I want to see her become super important because one we all love our badass person with a sword in an anime yep. and this is now her and uh, she's got this what super sturdy super lightweight sword and she's a she, badass and she's leveled herself up quite a bit and I'm ready to see more of her uh, so that's Kior- it's um Shizuku. Oh, I got her name actually. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you brought her up because I really do like her a lot. As Even the though last her episode, clothing option was very weird. Like her, she had like a white vest on, but like her undershirt was <laughs> black. But her undershirt just so happened to cover just her boobs. So. <laughs> I don't know. It was her clothing options. Very weird. The fan service was definitely there. In this for, they tried for her, at least. Fan service was definitely hardcore Shia. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I mean, Tio didn't even get fan service. It was all Shia. Well, she got fan service as a dragon. <laughs> she got the audio. She did get fan service, and she was like, well, UA doesn't have anything. Look at these curves that I've got, and stuff like that. So it was just... But yeah, apparently um, in the novel, UA has big honkers. But in the uh, animation, Matt, can you can you shed any light on that? Can I confirm or deny that? Um, I I can attempt to, but or do we have a plastic surgeon coming in? (laughs) No, but going back to that one girl that you were talking about, what's her name? The sword chick, Shizuka. Shizuka, yeah, Shizuku. Ku. Yeah, I'm seeing right now, Shizuku. We're sorry, guys. You know, we butcher a lot of names. But, yeah, I I liked, like, the last episode because she it's almost like a small glimpse of, like, when everybody's leaving and that one main hero guy with the white armor and the gold plates, whatever, yeah. um, asking if she's going to go with them. And she's kind of, she like, not without saying it, she's saying that she likes him, like, the gold armor guy, instead of the main character. So I'm interested to see, she knows what she wants, and I'm interested to see what she does because she is pretty powerful. Right. Yeah, because she made a point to train. Oh, definitely. And within those four months that she's been doing whatever she was doing. But yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she comes part of the harem, though. Just because of the sword scene. But at the same time, I would like to have a second party have some screen time. A- you know, aka Shizuku and the hero and the dude with the, the fist that does the, the wind punches and just that team in general. Yeah, wind punches. He got like one quick scene. <laughs> <laughs> if but you, you want to see more of them, right? If you, blink, if you blinked your eye, you miss his wind punch deal. But yeah, he had like these brass knuckles deal and his power was super punches, essentially. Oh yeah, I know who you're who you're talking about. It's a part of the the hero party, yeah. as they call them. It'd At this point, as far as season one goes, you're not missing anything by him. So okay. Oh, another little shout out. So wh- what are all the shout outs we mentioned so far? Oh, that's Devil May Cry. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I got else? I got one. Flintstones. They made Flintstones. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, where's my note? Alright, while you look for that, we got Devil May Cry. Now we got Flintstones, apparently. We got... <laughs> what did you say, Matt? Uh, I said Devil May Cry, so... Shit, I know we have a couple more. Uh, We have a Yu Yu Hakusho. With a dragon. With a dragon, yep. Oh, we have the little Street Fighter looking fish. We have Street Fighter... <laughs> 
slash Rocky um, Balboa Rocky. slash just a weird fish. Yep. Finding Nemo type of thing. Oh, so the reason I brought this up is because I was looking through my notes. Dude, Sailor Moon's cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember that scene? Uh, Sailor Moon's cat. God damn, they were powerful, by the way. But she, well, she, the, the cats didn't really kill the student, but they, they punctured that student that had the veil. Yep, yep. But um, yeah, every little animal, so this demon was able to control these animals or these monsters or whatever, but her, her, like, implication of having control of them was the half, that little half moon on top of their forehead. Yep. So, obviously, they had a rhino, snake, whatever, goat, lion. But when I saw the cats, it, it straight up reminded me of Sailor Moon. I will say, uh, that's one of my... Uh, there it is. Uh, I put a timestamp on it, too. Episode 5, exactly at the 20-minute marker. <laughs> a shout-out to Flintstones. <laughs> Do you remember the scene? Uh, I think there, it was just that... It was a noise thing. It was like a... When, you know, when they're in, <laughs> when they're, when they're in yeah. uh, vehicles and they're, they're quickly running to start up the vehicle. Yep. Yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly what you're talking about. I can't say I've never seen Sailor Moon. I've seen like maybe two episodes in my entire life. Well, I will make sure to post a picture of Sailor Moon. I, I know, yeah. I know the reference. I've seen lots of pictures of Sailor Moon. I've just never watched it. So. Okay, so the only reason I know about Sailor Moon is because my brother was a huge fan back in the day, and actually, I think they're coming back up. They're like revamping their. They did a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think they did. It, two, did. it tanked. I think two years ago they did a. A redo of something. Well, know. they're still coming out with bigger than shit. I still see them all over the place. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's stable. bro. Just so you guys know, I need to take you guys to like all the places that I go for for my statues, for my figures, for everything. Uh, I feel like it's been missing out. Oh my! My figure collection's getting bigger, and so is my manga collection. So my manga. So collection. actually, today, sorry to we're going on a tangent again. But today, me and the wife were in Sheboygan because we were going to go and buy a new car, but whatever. We got to wait. Um, we were in Sheboygan and there's this fucked up name, but there's this uh, place that I love to go to. It's called Freak Toys. <laughs> we're not talking about Teal and anything. <laughs> but it's called Freak Toys, and they have these, like, old-school collectible, like, Funko Pops, uh, old-school Nandy toys, shit like that. Like, oh, everything you can like, imagine. Cool. And they actually have a shit ton of manga. Oh, cool. So I was going to show you a picture, but yeah, oh, I didn't see you guys there. That'd be cool. That, that would be cool. Because I've got, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, so in my, my Inuyasha collection, I have the original print of Inuyasha, and I have, like, 1 through 26, and then I'm missing a bunch of them. I don't know, it's like 1 through, 1 through 6. 16, and then I go to 26. <laughs> so, you gotta jump. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of a little jump. It, it'd be cool to be able to complete that one in the original. Yeah, check these stores out, man. Yeah. For real. Like, some of them are pretty distant, but yeah, we were just there. Oh, I picked up a lot of shit today. <laughs> <laughs> but you got you got a little collection over there, don't you? Lance? At my house? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got a whole... Uh, mainly Pokemon? Mainly Pokemon. There was... Like six months of my life, I would tell myself every check that I get, I would put a little bit of it towards getting the old school Tommy figures of little Pokemon figures. So I have quite the collection of Pokemon. Yep. That being said, I do have some badass Yu Hakusho figures. I got some Dragon Ball figures. I've got Spider-Man figures, but I think that's pretty much the extent that I got. And like I was telling you guys earlier today, I came super close to buying a $120, $130 figure of uh, Sukuna. 
from Jujutsu. Jujutsu Kaisen of him sitting at his throne. Like, oh, yeah, I saw that that's, one. That's it's... gonna be my Christmas present to myself right now. That's su- that one's super badass. I saw that figure. Hell yeah, baby. You know, we might have to post a couple of our figures and see what the fans think. I got like I just got a couple anime figures. Otherwise, I got like obviously comic books, shit like that. But yeah, that'd be fun. I will say the wife told me she was gonna was potentially gonna buy me the Majin Vegeta figure. Uh huh. With trunks? No, not the one with trunks. The if you can only get it on eBay because it's from a while ago, and it's the one where he's got his arm out, getting ready to the one where he's getting ready to blow up the stadium. Yeah. So it's that figure where he's all powered up and everything, and just super badass. She's oh, gonna buy that one. How much? It, it was. <laughs> probably about as much as she paid for these chairs if i had to guess damn so my wife is amazing she bought us all chairs yep for, for yeah you guys for, are killing it today seriously well obviously this is a podcast that we found out matt brought the whiskey and his wife bought him a gaming chair which she included us so yeah so we're sitting in brand new chairs right now feels nice yeah no seriously appreciate it you and your wife matt awesome thank you for the presence hey, she, she's a she's an amazing person i will say that <laughs> she's a very tolerating person <laughs> anyway to get back to get back to our our show it was I, I will say i did like i did like the show and it's hopefully some of the flaws that they had on season one season two corrects yeah because this show is kind of like i don't know if i'd say it's as good as no game no life was as far as the um like the action season stuff were yeah but as the story's concerned the story i'd say is pretty on par oh yeah it could definitely be just as in-depth if it was told you know with a little bit more detail yeah so hopefully hopefully they do do it justice Uh uh-huh especially if they're given the opportunity to have a season to you would expect better output give it it's um just desserts kind of thing where it 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 deserves to be everybody to enjoy it because it's good the storyline's great storyline is amazing it is is really great but i understand what you're saying like especially what lance was saying just give it some more detail People, people want to know what it's about. You know, not yeah. not skip so much detail and then all of a sudden you find out it's four months later. Yeah, it's... I think it was just kind of those things where now everything's got to be 12 episodes. A lot of shows are 12 episodes now and it's kind of... Sometimes you feel rushed, kind of like in like Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer was 24 episodes and you're still like, and what happened? Yeah. A tad bit rushed. Yeah. But I mean, to a point, they still did an amazing job. I don't think oh, I yeah. tweak anything out of it, but even 24 episodes was fast. Yeah. Because yeah, um, you're trying to go... For from 13 episodes going for four months to Demon Slayer being 24 episodes and it was two two plus years. Yeah, two plus years. And uh-huh. it's just kind of... Sometimes I feel like everybody wants to do 12 episodes and just kind of rush. It, sometimes it feels rushed. I will say sometimes. And, and honestly, I feel like a lot of animes, like really good animes, are scared to not have that information out there type of thing because like... I can think of a couple of animes that I've watched, you know, not during this podcast, but they're scared to, like, not be able to have enough funding or whatever their situation is to get a second season. So they try to rush everything into one so people understand it. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I get it. And it's hopeful. I'm just hoping season two see ties up a lot of loose ends kind of thing and gives us all that information that we kind of kind of want and this this show can turn from being really good or being good to being really good not that not that hard yeah. story-wise yes story-wise those labyrinths can be they could be a whole season in, in itself if they really wanted it to be yeah seven labyrinths season of peace i mean yeah. if they wanted to go like the shonen route yeah i, I t- they're not really doing that. 
just because they're not doing like 18 pages every week. Yeah. Because that's what like Jujutsu and My Hero Academia do. Like I'm on, I'm caught up again on Jujutsu and it's every week new episode is coming out. And then the same thing with My Hero where they're on 300 and like almost 370 now, 370 chapters of My Hero. Yeah. And it's, it'll be crazy because, but those are all short. They're all 18 chap, 18 pages, give or take. And I mean, really like in My Hero, there's certain chapters where it's like a fight scene, a couple words, and that's the chapter. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you you get all these fight scenes and then a little bit of talking and it's kind of like um, comic books where some comic books are literally a couple couple words and that's that's the entire thing besides the fight scenes. So. Mm, there have been any more words, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yep. So and for this one, I, I know this manga was anywhere from. 18 pages to I think the longest one was 38 pages. Want to take a moment to get into some mass manga moments? Yeah. Is, is there anything you guys want to talk about before we get into that? Um, Any questions you guys have? Oh, you're talking about the manga? Or you're talking no, about no, the- just the... Um, before we get into the manga. Yep. Um, not really, man. Like I said, it took me a little bit to get into it. It is a great anime story-wise. It's just, for me, the animation was just blah. Yeah. Subpar. Lance, yeah. any last words to speak about the anime? Nah. Um, I've said everything I've said. All right. Because it was all manga, man- manga mentions. Manga, manga mentions. So we can we can really get into this. One of the big ones is from the beginning, you find out why Kiori likes Hajime so much. And basically her reasoning for liking Hajime is that everybody she knows can be basically bully people and do all these other things, but it takes a real strength of character to be able to be weaker than somebody and actually stand up to them. Because ba- it was, I think they were middle school and there was some high school kids that were picking on somebody else that was a lot weaker than them and Hajime stood up for the kid and basically since then she liked him yeah that's beat though <laughs> uh, yeah he did and but it it wasn't really yeah good. no i get it i get it and so she was deemed the princess of the high school so basically everybody loved her everybody thought she was like the most beautiful girl in the school all these other things so that's why everybody's fawning over her is because everybody thinks that she's the most attractive person in the school her and uh, uh kazuku not kazuku but um man uh, sh- Suzuku, sorry. Sword girl? Yep, the sword girl. Um, and then something else that happens is Hajime actually brings that crystal with him. So that's how he keeps getting the holy water. Holy water is that he Good, brings it with him. That's a question I had that I forgot to ask is this motherfucker just pull, pops out vials <laughs> of holy water like it's nobody's business. Did he just walk away with a bunch a, of vials under a his A million coat? vials. <laughs> Capsule corp. <laughs> no, he he actually brought it with him. So that's that's some good information that should have been said. Could have been said. At it could have been said. I I understand why they didn't they didn't yeah. say it because so it it's just a quick detail. That, yep. Know. Um. Then they show his skills and his level like progressing as he starts eating all these monsters. Mm. So you see him gaining all these skills, gain, getting stronger. All the level up stuff that you see in like um in in your show in your games. So it's kind of kind of cool little 
added detail. Again, not not really necessary. Uh, yeah, but in the anime, I would like to see the power difference between yeah. him eating these monsters and the, the other team's staffs. So they, besides the teams, they do say, hey, when I ate this, I got these skills. Uh-huh. So they do mention it, but it's... But it's so early in the anime, they don't even pay attention to what the numbers mean. But, like, at the end, like, not one of them mean <laughs> yep right for real um ua gets betrayed by her vessel and that's what and that's who betrays her so it's actually it was a, a vessel for the that she was supposed to be was supposed to be um like protecting her that's who betrayed her so the one who was protecting her yep okay. and then he got all this power and was like i don't need you anymore so he locked her in the in the labyrinth and that's you yep and that's that's what happened to her huh. um so apparently i wrote down there's eight great labyrinths Oh, uh, Yue gets betrayed by her uncle, the king of the vampires. So that's who betrayed her. Okay. So she was the queen of the vampires, and then her uncle betrayed her to become the king of the vampires, of all the vampires. I think they mentioned that a little bit. I, I remember Maybe that way she was betrayed, but... Yeah, I remember them talking about her getting betrayed, but just not by who specifically. And, and why the vampire race died out. Yeah. Like, right. They kind of just glossed over all of that. So mm-hmm. UA is the last of the vampire race. Yep. Essentially, that we can assume. Yep. Uh, no, I think she talks about how, be, how Jar being the last one. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, they talk about eight great labyrinths. So I misspoke when I said seven. There's eight. Okay. Uh, and then they talk about how anybody who clears the labyrinth is granted powers to strike the gods. They don't show Hajime putting on the ring as a, like an engagement ring to Yue. They do make references how he picks her as his one person, but he, like the proposal thing. His bottom bitch. Yeah, that that. So that's a South Park quote. I don't know if you guys <laughs> up on that. <laughs> um, both of the fan service scenes with um the like the bath scene uh-huh. in Oscar's labyrinth area. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the manga. No, no, I thought that part was hilarious just because he was like, "It's touching me. I don't know what to do. It's yeah. touching me." Yeah, it was, I, it was hilarious. But that part doesn't happen. And then uh, Shia talking about how like Yui's flat and she's got a chest and all these other things. Yeah. So that part doesn't happen either. That was funny. That was hilarious too. Yeah, in the anime at least, yeah, that was fun. Uh, so when Hajime Yue first meet Shia, they run into some Imperial guards sitting on this plateau, and they believe that Hajime is like a slave trader, and basically like, hey, give me that rabbit demi-human person, yeah. and tried forcing Hajime to give him, give her to him, and Hajime just went full like, fuck you, man, and just obliterated everybody all the imperial guards <laughs> that was awesome they do a much better job especially in the beginning showing how dark and kind of uh, more powerful hajime is uh, more powerful probably isn't they they just make him much more darker so like there's a lot of times where they'll show him just kind of like super blacked out like just his outline and then the rest of him's all blacked out just kind of very menacing that's the word i was looking for menacing yeah. And they do a much better job. So his like killer instinct kind of thing where he just intimidates everybody with how much he wants to kill them. He does that a lot in the manga as compared to in the anime where he does it sometimes, but he does it a lot more and kind of deters people from doing anything just with his killer in- killer intent. So he's got a resting bitch face. Um, Not resting bitch face, just I'm going to fucking kill you if you try to do anything to me kind of face. Resting bitch face. <laughs> but it's not all the time. One thing 
that you don't see is there is a demi-human tribe called uh, Faye Bogan, and they try to convince Hajime to go through them to go to that labyrinth in the woods. And he was like, no, I'm a person of my word. I told the rabbit tribes that they are going to bring me, and that's who's going to bring me. And so that's something that happens. So that happens before before he starts training the rabbit tribe. It's just a little, like a one-day thing that happens before. Okay. Yeah, they turn out to be badass, by the way. God yes. damn! From just out of nowhere, from being like, "Look at this pretty flower," to like, <laughs> "Look at this pretty head." <laughs> uh, one th- one thing the demi human group of individuals do is call the rabbit tribe Hajime slaves to make it easier for all the other demi humans to accept the fact that they're not dead because. If you guys remember from the manga, or from the anime, they talk about how Shia was marked for death because she has magic powers. Yep. Yep. And the rabbit tribe refused to kill her, so now they're all blacklisted, essentially. Yep. So in order for that not to happen, or excuse me, for in order for the other demi-humans not to go after them, they mark the rabbit tribe as Hajime's slaves. And then because they're slaves, they're essentially dead. So oh. it's kind of a little slightly fucked up. Uh, you see, it takes, there's 10 days between the start of training and the last day for Hajime to go to the, the labyrinth. So there's a 10 day period between that, just because there's a fog that is unpassable. It, there's a fog around the tree and like, you'll never find your way if you try going through the fog. Oh. So that's, that's something that happens. So they got to wait the 10 days. And in that 10 days, he trains the rabbit tribe. Uh, UA destri- describes, uh, Shia's strength at around 60%, like brute strength at around 60% Hajime's. So she is about half, slightly over half strong, slightly stronger than half of what Hajime's strength is, as far as just brute strength. Yeah. Um, her hammer is called Duryurkin, D-O-R-Y-U-U-K-E-N. Shia's hammer is called that. Oh, every weapon's got a name. Every weapon does have a name. I wrote down what the rifle's name was. Earlier, but uh, oh, there it is. Uh, Schlagen. Schlagen, yep. Schlagen's the rifle's name with a big ass. Schlagen, that sounds blast. pretty German. Yeah, it's very German. There's a, there's a lot of German references. So that town. What's Schlagen mean? I have no idea what Schlagen means off the top of my head. Honestly, I feel like if it was Schlagen, like Hammer Schlagen. Oh, yeah. Gold Schlagen. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that fucked me up right away. <laughs> well, I thought you would have had it because uh, over here, Matt being German and all. Yeah, well. well. Schlagen. Hammer. Like, okay, so I remember Hammer Schlagen because we live in Wisconsin. And we have Hammer Schlagen involved in bars. Yes, we do. So is it like slamming? Um, Hammer slamming? Maybe. Hammer nail. Maybe very powerful. Uh, We got a researcher over here. It means bump or impact. There we go. It means impact. There we go. There you go. Cool. Uh, then in Rosin's Labyrinth, they spent a week. It takes them a week to get through Rosin's Labyrinth. Because I know in the anime, they, it takes them, it seems like it takes them. Like an episode or two? Yeah. I think it takes them an episode to get through it. It kind of skips over. Ryzen was episode like seven. The Great Ryzen Labyrinth. Yeah, episode seven is where it starts. Yep. I think seven and then it ends on eight or something along those lines. What else we got? Um. Hajime and Ryzen talk about all the labyrinths she can remember. I think there's four of them that she really talks about. I have it in my, uh, that'll be in the manga minutes, the, the talk that the two have. 
because I, I screenshotted all those. Um, Hajime gets the stone to control the birds from Ryzen's Labyrinth. So that's where he gets the stones to be able to do everything he does to be able to control those bird drone things. Oh, I thought he just straight up made them. Nope. Well, he did He did make them, but he made them using stone that he got from Ryzen's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Because I know in the anime they did give like a super brief explanation of how those birds, their aerial view could be transmuted into his glass eye and that's whatever. Yep, and he got that stone from Oscar's Labyrinth. So yep. I feel like he's going to take something from every Labyrinth that makes them like super badass thing. Upgrade a little bit, yeah. Um, so in Hajime's talks with the Guildmaster, um, that happens because he gets into a fight in the town that they initially go into because the Baron wants Shia and Hajime's like, you can go fuck yourself. And so the Baron gets his bodyguard, who is of black rank, to basically try and take him by force and all them beat the shit out of him and create this giant incident while also Hajime beats up the Baron's son because the Baron's son is basically jackass uh-huh. and still doesn't listen to Hajime and because so the Baron I don't know if you guys know what a Baron is yeah I know exactly what a Baron is but please explain <laughs> to our audience <laughs> so a Baron is typically somebody who has wealth and is of like royalty okay so it's somebody with lots of influence is going to be a baron and if you you know beat the baron's son to half to death because he's being a jackass well it doesn't matter why the reason was it's just the fact that you beat up his son you're gonna have an an incident happen and so he has to go and talk to the guild master and the guild master kind of helps ease the situation okay so that whole scene gets looked over and just jumps straight into the guild master scene yeah that would have been fun to see it would have been fun to see um so the you guys remember the imperial guard with his teacher that he shoots with a rubber bullet Uh, no no, uh so they're they're in the restaurant and they're all talking and his teachers like explaining a bunch of stuff and Hajime and his crew are all eating and not really well acting like they're not paying attention and this imperial guard named David is like hey you need to respect your elders uh-huh. you need to listen to her and basically he's like you need to shut the fuck up yeah I am listening and I'm basically here because she asked me to be so I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing and then he keeps getting into her, getting into his face and was like I should top chop off Shia's ears because she looks looks hideous with those ears and a bunch of other stupid stuff. Yeah, and, and then, and then Hajime's like, I like your ears. Yeah. And well, she's like, oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, he shoots the guard yeah. with a rubber bullet. Oh, I didn't realize it was a rubber. Yeah, he, he calls it a rubber bullet in the anime and in the manga. He flicks the head of a spoon at him and hits him in the head and knocks him out that way. Uh-huh. So more, more badass. Yeah. <laughs> it, both stay true because it's kind of like... His gun is his his weapon yeah. of choice. Yeah. So it's I found I did find that entertaining though. Another one? No, I'm good. Shot top? Yeah, I'm good. I'll take a shot top. Uh, so Tio is ordered to attack because she witnesses. Uh, oh, excuse me, Will. So Will is the um is the son of what well, is the royal son? So the friend of the guildmaster. Uh-huh. He's the royal son and. Will witnesses, uh, 
what's his name? Shimizu. So they, oh, excuse me. Shimizu is the guy with the dark magic. And Will witnesses Shimizu making a plan with the demons. And so that is why uh, Shimizu, yeah, Shimizu brain, not really brainwashes, but controls Tio to attack him. So that is why she keeps attacking him when she can't control herself. Yeah. Is because Shimizu gets found out by Will, and so in order to basically clear any loose ends, he controls her to kill him. So that's why she's trying to kill him. Uh, Tio actually knows who Yui is, Yue is, from her, I guess, original life is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, because I suppose Tio is older than Yue. Yep. And she goes and tries to, like, Say, oh, I know who you are. Your name is whatever. UA. Ooh, did we get UA's original name? We did not. So. Damn, that was good. She went to go say it, and UA basically cuts her off and is like, nope, my name is UA. Ah, okay, okay. I wonder if we're, maybe we'll get that later. That's uh, a good point. I forgot about that, actually. And we don't know UA's yeah, original name. Yeah, because she wanted, uh,. Hajime? Yeah. Yep. To name her. Yeah. That's a really good point. Start over. Yeah. I, I don't know if we'll ever... We might find out. That'd be probably something good to find out. Uh-huh. Like, find out. And then we'd also might find out why she doesn't want to go by that name. Because right. there yeah, might I be... I thought you just gave a spoiler out that you don't even know her real name for season two. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll see, is, right? Her name is Star, but Hajime <laughs> named her Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I kept finding it funny. Uh, Tio keeps saying that Hajime uh, tainted her. Yeah. <laughs> then, so it's been 500 years since Tio lost her village and the Dragon Man people. So Dragon Man people. There were a few of them still alive when the gods ordered the Dragon Man people to be eradicated. So basically the same thing that happened to uh, all of the people that created the Labyrinth mm. happened to the Dragon Man people too. So they got labeled as... Oh, I'm trying to think of what they got labeled as exactly, but... But it was, they got labeled as um, basically against the gods, which they kind of were. But then... Atheists. Kind of. Basically, that's what you could say. That's not what they call them in yeah, the, no, I, in the yeah. anime and the manga. But it's Rebellion. This, the same concept. And so the gods trick the people into attacking all of the dragon men people and killing them. So they got the same fate as all the people in the labyrinth. And that was 500 years previously when Hajime and Shia fight the gang that is abducting children. They actually go and find the leader of that group right away and kill him. And that is where they find out where everybody is. So instead of just kind of like randomly finding everybody, no, they they find the layout of where everybody is, or they find the head out, the hideout, main hideout, and then find out where all the locations of all the people are, and that is how they coordinate all the attacks. Oh, is that way? Uh, also, Hajime asks Miu Miu if she likes fireworks, yep. and then was like, "Hey, watch this." She he doesn't yeah, say. She says awesome. boom. She says say boom, and then she says boom, and then all of a sudden, and then she looks up. Oh, so I had that in my notes. And then she looks up. I was like, "You're kind of scary." so that part happens the only difference is that he was basically like hey do you like fireworks and watch this and then she's like you're kind of scary and she calls him papa papa onichan onichan and wonchan is um shia oh sorry i went back to the the first time i watched this was in japanese um brother big brother yeah yeah and he was like don't call me that and she's uh, it's papa 
Papa, and then, um... And then she had, like, a list of, like, four different names, and she's like, well, fine, you can call me brother or papa. Well, so he, he, she was like, well, fine, then you're papa. He's like, no, no, I'm not papa. Call me, call me Onichan. Big then, brother, big brother. And she was like, well, papa died before I was born, so you're gonna be papa. I don't have a papa. And so she was like, well, then you can call me mama. She's like, no, I have a mom. And she was like, oh, it was, it was kind of funny. Wait, she has a mom? She does have a mom. She does have a mom. Not in the anime. Well, I think the whole purpose, the last couple episodes of the anime, they're still in the process of trying to give her back to her original place. So the guild master was like, you have two options. You can either, we can bring her back and she starts freaking out again, like when he tried giving her up the first time. Yep. Or we can send you on a guild quest to bring her back to her family. And he's like, I'll do that one. Basically, it's either A, setting a, setting it up for her never going back, or B, setting it up for her going back to them bringing, them being a mission and bringing her mm-hmm. back. Yep. But I feel like it's going to be, they're never bringing her back. I think he's just going to be dead. That's part of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Little guppy. <laughs> And then they talk about how Hajime and all them are gold rank right away. Yep. Doesn't doesn't actually happen that way. There is through a series of letters is how Hajime gets all this trust through the guild master and the guild master gets trained by the innkeeper so the head of the inn that he goes to used to be the head of the guild master or used to be the guild master basically was his trainer and so he respects her and basically she gave him a letter saying hey um, if he never opens this and doesn't know what's written inside trust him kind of thing Uh and because she trained pretty much all the guild masters in all the lands every time that any like she says hey he's a good person they all believe her so he starts off as a silver rank and then through his actions in your which is the town where the gang is, They he gets his gold rank through that. Is after all the action that happens there. On top of, it's kind of funny, he has an interaction with the guildmaster, and he was like, hey, so you killed 68 people, 114 people are injured, 83 people are missing. Like, just goes through a list of, like, 80 or 18 buildings are destroyed, and he's like, but nobody got, no civilians got hurt, did they? And he's like, well, no. He's like, well, see, you guys can just look away and everything's all good and you guys can say that you told me to take out this uh, bad heinous group of individuals and they're like, oh, you got a point there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking politics. So you do, you do see a little bit of politics in it. And so because of everything that happened up to that point, he got his gold rank along with everybody else in the, in his group minus Mew, of course. Um, and then another thing that's different is Tio and Mew do not go into the labyrinth with Hajime. During the demon fight. Yeah, for the demon fight. I did a little bit of research into this one. Yeah, it's, um, so the person, I don't remember, I don't remember if he talks about it. So the person that that he goes to that basically finds him to help bring him back to the labyrinth is looking for basically a high-ranking adventurer and he's like you're not Hajime and they have this conversation and come to find out that he's an assassin I don't, I don't remember if they talk about that in the anime or not uh, I don't think so. so he he is an assassin so he was able to basically he, is, he said his power is that if he is alone he can run past monsters and monsters will never notice he is there and 
Hajime makes a joke how now at least him being um, not being able to be seen by anything comes in use. They also make another joke how uh, not even like doors will open for him. And he says, well, one out of three times it'll open for me. And I thought that was kind of funny because two out of three times the door doesn't open for him because he's that. Basically, every everything misses him, including door sensors. Like, oh. Kind of a stupid joke, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. What else you got, Matt? Uh, and then the only other thing is that it ends on chapter 49, or excuse me, 48. I would reread. Anybody who decides they wants to read it from where season one ends, I would reread 48. Just because there's a lot of spoiler type stuff that happens in 48. Uh, besides, uh, so Shizuku, I think I mentioned this already, Shizuku doesn't get her sword until after the Labyrinth fight. Like, he gives it to her as they're talking on the on the surface, essentially. Being like, <coughs> here, here, take this. It's a super badass sword made out of the hardest material and all these other things. So he has a lot of conversations on the surface because, as I mentioned earlier, the fight with the demon woman monster woman person yep. is literally like a half a chapter it's like eight i think it's 10 pages mm-hmm. so as he gets there he beats some beats some monsters up uh she goes and tries to petrify him he was like oh this is some bullshit magic and just a little bit of stronger magic will stop this and then he shoots her he tells her basically interrogates her and then he shoots her and then the oh man that's stupid hero person being the little bitch that he is was like oh you didn't have to kill her after he already tried killing her. oh gold armor dude uh kiori yeah or kiyuki k-o-u-k-i kiyuki he so after he had already you know fallen for her trap once tries saving her and saying that they can take her as a prisoner of war type shit yep prisoner and he's like, nope, and just offs her and calls it a day. But the manga does a much better job of showing how dark uh, Hajime is, which I, I do do enjoy that. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of missed details there. It'd just be nice to see. Yeah, it was, it was a lot not of... not necessary, but it'd be nice. A lot of little details that help build the story, for sure. But nothing... And then, as I had mentioned, like, the whole thousand-plus tries to get Donner correct and some other little things like that. But nothing, nothing too important. So what'd you guys think of that? No. Um, like I said, there's a lot of small details that we would like to know. It's not really necessary. But things that we would hope that season two can tie up. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Exactly. Seeing that they're getting more attention now, so why not? Yep. Yeah, you, uh, Lance, you were saying that this anime got pretty got uh, pretty good like reputation from online sources and this and that. Uh, primarily because the light novels give out so much more detail and the light novels are still going. So if there's the people who read them are given such a big thumbs up to promote future anime stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Other than that, uh, do you guys have anything else about this anime? No, I think that's, uh, I think that's it. No, I'm good. Yeah. So we're, we, we know season two is coming out. Yep. Season we're two. for that. Um, to be honest with you, like I said, it was a little hard to get into, but I love the storyline. I'm waiting for season two just to understand more details about it but if you guys have nothing else to say about it we're good right yep good to sign up yep all right well anime lounge fans appreciate it you know we're here for uh this episode of ari pureta ari pureta
There you go, Lance. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for the help. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think about it. You know, make sure you guys like, comment, share, follow, subscribe, anything. We're on the, all the major platforms. Anime Lounge Podcast. Appreciate it. And we're out.